Chattanooga does have two timeouts. The Illini have to play defense like their lives depend on it, and it does. It does. 54-53, Illinois by one. Got to box out, got to get a rebound, and not foul. Malachi Smith to the bucket, short jumper blocked by Coleman Hawkins. Back to the corner with two, with one, jumper no good. Hawkins has it, and the Illini have survived. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. shot that wouldn't go in. They threw it up from 15 again. Two misses at the end of the game. And the Illini live to dance another day by the skin of their teeth. 54-53 the final. Woo! Survive. That's the name of the game. The Illini lead for 25 seconds of a 40-minute game. But dang it, baby, this is March, and all you got to do is be leading at that final buzzer. And somehow, some way, Illinois wins 54-53 over Chattanooga. Welcome in to the Fasteners Etc. post-game show, and welcome back to all you folks waiting on the stream on News Talk 1493-9 FM, WDWS Champaign-Urbana, and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana. Evan Kahn, Mike Latulip here with you for the Fasteners Etc. post-game show, which we start with our rapid reaction brought to you by Cozad Asset Management for half a century. They've been a part of every one of our Illini football and basketball post-game shows. Cozad Asset Management striving to serve financial needs and build lasting relationships with clients. Mike Latulip, I aged three years here today, but Illinois gets to play again on Sunday. I'm 28 years old. I think I'm 56 <laughs> right now. Um, man, I mean, this is what this tournament's all about. I think if you're sitting there watching it as a, as a fan, if you're not an Illinois fan, you're sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, you're probably hoping that Illinois gets knocked <laughs> off. You're probably hoping that that shot falls. That's what makes this tournament so amazing. But we've seen this happen over and over again. And it, it really, I mean, people say the phrase survive in advance. <laughs> it's so true because you just round to round, you just, you just want to give yourself another chance. That's it. I mean, I always go back and I've said it a million times. Butler goes to the national championship in 2011 and they win 54, 52 over old dominion in the first round. Auburn in 2019 beats State by one in the first round in the 12-5 matchup and goes all the way to the national championship. So or all the way to the final four. So it's just you just give yourself a chance because you never know. Houston looks like they're going to win this game, but geez, you're you're happy to see another day. But there are certainly some things that that need to be addressed for sure. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the Illini came out as Brad Underwood pointed out. They got punched in the mouth and they were dazed almost the entire game. It was an uphill battle. Couldn't get the lid off of the thing. It was physical, but Illinois survives. 54-53 over Chattanooga. 
Are y'all still hanging in there? We want to hear your thoughts. Give us a call on the First State Bank fan line, 217-356-9397, or text in your thoughts on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Fasteners, etc. post-game show, NCAA Tournament Edition starts next. Trent Meacham from Cozad Asset Management and Jay Downey from the Downey Group. Championship teams are strategic on offense and strong on defense. This is our game plan for your financial future. Grow your wealth using personalized investment strategies with Cozet Asset Management. Protect your wealth through industry-leading life, disability, and long-term care insurance services with the Downey Group. The Cozad Downey Alliance creates a team you can trust with your financial future. We've partnered together to serve individuals, multi-generational families, and businesses in this community for all of their financial planning needs. Are you positioned to experience financial growth? Are the futures of your family and business secure with proper insurance protection? Grow with COZAD, protect with Downey. It's time to plan your winning game. Call me today at 356-8363 to get started. Securities offered through M Holding Securities, Inc., a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA and SIPC. COZAD Investment Advisory Services offered through COZAD Asset Management, Inc. COZAD Asset Management and the Downey Group, Inc. are independently owned and operated. Go sit down somewhere or take a shower or something, (laughs) Uh, but keep the radio on. The following program is an exclusive presentation of News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS, along with Light Rock 97.5 FM WHMS Champaign-Urbana, Champaign Multimedia Group Stations. Fighting Illini game day coverage continues on your flagship home for Fighting Illini Athletics. News Talk 1400 at 93.9 FM and Light Rock 97.5. Now it's your turn on the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. Fasteners Etc., your partner in inventory management. Call us with your thoughts, 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. 217-351-5357. Now, your hosts for the Fasters Etc. postgame show, Evan Kahn and Mike LaTulip. Inside to Curbelo, behind the back pass to Kofi, shot was short, rebound, Coleman Hawkins, put it up and in. Jumper from 15, no good. Nothing but white shirts for the rebound. The Illini down eight. Curbelo, alley-oop to Hawkins for the slam. And a timeout, Chattanooga. And the Illini have chopped it down to six. And how about that alley-oop? Coleman Hawkins providing the energy per usual and a lot of the early offense. There were four of his six first-half points, finishes with ten points. Eight boards in the Illini's one-point win over Chattanooga in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Fasteners, etc. Post-game show here. Evan Kahn, Mike LaTulip with Eugene gave you the numbers. First State Bank fan line, 217-356-9397. Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. And we will get to the phones right away, but... Bill out in San Jose just setting the tone immediately on the text line, and I appreciate this, and, and this goes back a couple weeks, and we're just going to set the tone from the start of the show. We will not tolerate a single bit of Andre Corbello slander here tonight. 
Everybody had turnovers. Illinois does not win this game without Andre Crabello. You are absolutely right, Bill and San Jose. Okay, now let's open up the First 8 Bank fan line, and we go over to the big, bright lights in the city of Weldon. It's Todd. Hey, Todd. Hey, guys. How you doing today? Woo! Um, Surviving, surviving, Todd. (laughs) Hey, man, you and me both, I'll tell you, this game, the way it played out, um, my ticker is not the best, and then they top that off. My wife of nine years wanted to talk to me about everything but the game. I think uh, she said more to me during this game than she has in two weeks. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's hard on a guy here, this kind of thing. But uh, that being said, hey, I think uh, we just we're going to have to ride Coleman Hawkins. Um, he's he's our X factor right now. I think um, Anderson's kind of still dinged up, and uh, maybe even Trent. So, what do you guys think about that? Yeah, I think Grandison didn't look healthy at all, mm-hmm. to be honest. I think not only was he was he passive offensively, I thought he looked like he was avoiding contact defensively. I I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's still a little ways away from that shoulder being healed. And I, I give him credit for wanting him to give it wanting to give it a go tonight. Um, but agreed. I mean, I think Hawkins. Although he had a, a kind of a weird stretch in that second half where I thought he was losing his mind a little bit, um, that's you know it, it, that honestly works sometimes at the four spot when you're the energy and effort guy, you can lose your mind a little bit. Now if you're the point guard, if you're a guy handling it, and you need you to, we need you to be, you know, settled a little bit, then it doesn't work as much. But man, he was an X factor, and and just kind of sticking his nose in there, getting fouled. Although he missed the free throw at the end, you're going to need him. You're for sure going to need him. If Houston advances, my God, you gave up 16 offensive rebounds tonight. That may be 30 if you if you don't block out, you know, on, on Sunday night. So uh, they got their work cut off for him. I don't know much about Houston. I really I, I picked them to win their game. Um, how do we match up with them um, overall? I mean, what what do you guys think? And and uh, the freshmen are going to have to play a bigger role, I think, too. Yeah, it's a tough matchup. It's a tough matchup. They're the best rebounding team in the country. Uh, they, they have length at every single spot. You know, they're probably their best defender on the team is a point guard. So not only that, uh, there's just there's no easy way to attack that defense. You just have to be disciplined. You can't turn it over. You have to get quality shots. Um, and you have to limit them to one shot on the other end. You'll see in this game, if it is Houston that advances, they're about as athletic, I'd say, about as athletic as any team in the country. I mean that. I know they're in the American Conference, but they're about as athletic as any team. And you mix that in. They're not just a bunch of athletes that aren't skilled. They have a mix of that, too, and that's what makes them so dangerous. So, like I said, you got your work cut out for you, but I'm just glad we're talking about that matchup. <laughs> oh, me, you and me both. I mean, it was. I'll take an ugly win. I don't care if it's ugly, sexy, whatever, because this time of year, a win's a win's a win. Yes, sir. You got it. Hey, thanks so, for the call, Todd. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. You can give so, us a ring on the First State Bank fan line, 217-356-9397. We go back there. David's with us in Tolono. Good evening, David. Good evening. I uh, Well, I, I've been uh, known to be pretty harsh on Kofi, but I want to say this was his best game I think of his Illinois career. He hit three floaters. I mean, three actual jumpers. I mean, it didn't look pretty, but they all went in, which was amazing. Uh, I, I can't remember him hitting 
three ever, uh, and he played uh, for him average, above average defense, which was outstanding. If he plays the defense, I, I will be stunned uh, in the second game. Uh, Houston looks like they're a bunch of three-point shooters, and you know if they make them, well, they've already made ten in the first half against uh, UAB, so maybe they'll cool off by the time they get to Illinois. I love Coleman Hawkins. I always have. I hope he doesn't transfer because he's NBA talent. And Curbelo, I'll live with the mistakes because that kid has moxie and savvy that uh, none of the other players have. I think uh, they showed a lot of resiliency coming back, how tough they were uh, when they could have gave up, and I think that's because you got a lot of seniors and veterans that don't want to go home. And uh, Plummer, you know, is a big-time shot maker, so they have the ingredients to certainly advance. Um, I just hope they can carry over and improve upon what they did tonight. But if what I saw from Kofi tonight continues Sunday, uh, they'll advance because they have a huge advantage over Houston on the inside, and the guards are about even. But uh, great win for them. I'm glad they get to keep playing a little bit longer, but uh, we'll go as far as uh, Coleman and Kofi take us. Hey, have Brandon, a good night. I'll take it a step Thanks, further David. with Kofi. I'll take it a step further with Kofi. I thought that he he had a few chances tonight to really lose his cool because I thought he was – and I know this is you know, pretty much a cliche now saying that Kofi gets hacked – he was tonight. They were hugging I, mean, him. I thought it was. They were hugging they him. They were really, yeah. They were really, really hacking him tonight. And uh, you know, for him to to still be able to finish those touch shots, despite you know all the the banging and and look, they ran a ton of five out stuff. You mentioned defensively, they ran a ton of five out, even with D'Souza in the game. And he's shown an ability to slide his feet. I thought the you know the the kind of ticky tack foul they called him on the perimeter wasn't even a foul. Um, he, he really, you know, he, he's shown that he can move his feet. Uh, Houston's going to play some more traditional bigs with Josh Carlton. But, um, look, uh, you're right. I mean, I think, you know, not, it, the stats won't show that it was one of his better games of his career, but I thought the way he kept his cool, um, how he performed defensively, uh, did, you know, really as a unit, I think he goes overlooked a little bit. I mean, this was a really good defensive game from Illinois. They were just horrendous offensively. So uh, we'll get into Curbelo. We'll get into all the rest of that. But, but agreed on Kofi. I thought – you know, just like you, you expect him to be in this tournament. He was, he was a major factor tonight. Most minutes played for the Illini tonight, Kofi Coburn with 35 minutes. And, and, and you noticed those four and a half, five minutes that he wasn't on the floor. Um, we, we, we touched on, on Coleman Hawkins a little bit. And, and we got a texture here, and I've heard a, a couple of the callers bring it up. And, and I think we saw why the freshman didn't play tonight because the guys on the court never panicked. They might have looked, uh, you know, a, a little deer in the headlights and, and, and like they got punched there early, both in the first half and the second half. But I've seen R.J. Melendez crap down his leg at Purdue, and I haven't seen Luke Goody hit more than one shot in the last month. So you go with your super seniors. You go with your guys that you trust right now. And I think that was, sadly, only the six or seven that played tonight. But maybe those guys get in in the next game. But um, this is, this is going to be the, the veteran guys here for this run. Yeah, agreed. I, I think... Those freshmen, that's a big, big, big moment. Well, and, and RJ's, RJ's yeah. still coming off an appendectomy. Like, don't forget yeah. about that. That was only, you know, 20 days ago. Right, and the thing, too, you need guy Like, that That game was about making sure that you sec- kept securing stops. And, you know, the group that they had on the floor, 
you know, I want to get into a little bit more in terms of how they're going to manage this lineup against Houston, because I think Brad Underwood has a really tough job. Because right now you have Andre Curbelo, who is shaky offensively, but unbelievable defensively. And then you have Alfonso Plummer, who can be horrendous at times defensively, but is really good offensively. So, like, what do you do? Because you want to keep both on the floor because of the good. And then you obviously have to have Trent Frazier, too. So now that's three six-foot guards. And that's why it gets really hard at times mm-hmm. to rebound. Curbelo is probably the best out of all three of them on the defensive glass. And Trent... And, and Alfonso just don't offer much in that, you know, in that area. So then it's like you have to play DeMonte, and then it's like you have to play, you know, you have to play Hawkins. So I don't know where the minutes come from for the, you know, who do you take out in these scenarios? Because it can't be Coleman. And for the all the good that those other guys do, you want to keep them on the floor too. I mean, if you could play six or seven guys at a time, then yeah, I'd say throw one of them in. But it's hard. Like those, this is what happens in the NCAA tournament. These these lineups and these rotations shrink a little bit. Plenty of thoughts coming in on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-53571. Getting into what we can just hash out right now, the MX Electrifying Player of the Game. MX Electric wants to be your electrician when you're in need of electrical service for both residential and commercial needs. Call 217-359-7293 to schedule your project. And remember, relax, call Max. As far as points go, there were a couple guys that stood out. Same with the rebounds. As far as sharing the ball, Frazier and Corbello kind of did their thing. I was leaning for this, and I guess I, I teased the text. Uh, 785 texter says Coleman Hawkins is the player of the game, and, and I have no problem naming Coleman Hawkins the player of the game. I was leaning towards Alfonso Plummer because – Illinois could not hit a shot, and if you don't hit some threes in this day and age, you're just going to lose. And they played good enough defense that they only had to hit three threes, and Plummer was the guy who knocked those down, so I could lean towards him. Kofi with another double-double, doing what he does. I I mean, we can go a number of directions here. Yeah, I mean, Kofi, 17-13, and three blocks. Um, Yeah, I know Coleman was extremely active. Uh, it's actually hard to believe that Coleman didn't have a turnover tonight. It felt like he was just he was out of control at times, and um, and then it's weird too because then you look at Andre Curbelo and you win by one, and the guy was a plus eighteen. You know, it's just it, it's it's crazy, and it, it's I, I know if you're watching it, and I was too. I mean, he was bad offensively. He was bad. Um, he needs to hit singles. He just needs to find a way to do that. And, <laughs> but you know, you saw what he did at the end of the game too. He got Plummer. By getting down, by getting into the teeth of the defense, by probing and keeping your dribble under the basket, you get Plummer on a wide open kick out three, and he just missed it. But yeah, I to me it's Kofi. I think Kofi's the the player of the game. But I could I could see you going Hawkins with the block, and uh, you know he was so active uh, around the basket there in the second half, and kind of looked like one of the only guys that had some energy to to, to start the game. So um, could really go either way. All right, I'm going to do one scroll here through the text line. If anybody has given a vote to any of these players, we're going to give it to them. And if not, I'm going to I'm going to take the the Switzerland approach and I'm going to go neutral and give it to both of them. Just a quick scan here, a vote for Curbelo. Um, so that doesn't help us at all. So I'm going to give Corbello, it. Corbelo's out. Corbello, yeah, yeah Corbelo, have, Corbello was turnovers. already. You can't have six turnovers. 
and win and win player of the game. So uh, so I'm going to cop out and I'm going to give it to both the big fellows because really sure. it was both of them at the end making the defensive stop that in the rebound and securing it to finish. So the big fellas, Kofi Coburn, Coleman Hawkins, they're going to win our MX electrifying players of the game. Frazier out top of Williams, bounce pass inside to Kofi, spins around to Sosa, missed the layup, followed by Hawkins is good. Here is Hawkins, pass inside to Coburn, got away and slammed it in. Good feed by Hawkins, the Illini big man with his first bucket of the game. Hawkins had two assists to Kofi as well to go along with his eight boards and ten points. Kofi, another double-double, already leads the Illini all-time. 17 points, 13 boards, four, or three huge blocks as well, and the Illini survive 54-53. Just getting going here on the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. Give us a ring on the First State Bank fan line. Text us your thoughts here as we move along. Hi, this is Max with MX Electric, and I just want to say, let's go Illini. If you have any electrical needs, remember, relax, call Max. You can visit mxelectric.net. When there's work to do, ground to break, earth to move, and a reputation to uphold, you need the durable Kubota RTV-X. Built with half-ton capabilities, industry-leading heavy-duty features, and a cargo bed that easily transitions into a second row of seating, the RTV-X is North America's number one selling diesel utility vehicle. Visit your local Kubota dealer and test drive one today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit Berkey's at 2202 South High Cross Road in Urbana. The Illini are number one in the Big Ten and Express Employment is number one in light industrial for back-to-back -back years. If you think that's all we do, think again. We recruit skilled professionals, welders, mechanics, drivers, as well as office staff from receptionists to managers. Now hiring? See what Express can do for you. Call us at 217-355-8500 or visit us at expresspros.com slash champagne IL. Hey, Illini fans. Thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow. With the longest drive-up hours in the area, it is Simply Better Banking at employee-owned First State Bank. Stop by today to meet the team at one of our local bank locations. First State Bank proudly supports the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. First State Bank at the corner of Windsor and Neal in Champaign. we got to have these special cups, you know. The conversation about today's game continues on the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. Join in by calling the First State Bank Illini fan line. 217-356-9397 or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357 Curbelo bounce pass to Kofi short jumper is up and around and good about 10 feet out for Kofi Coburn Kofi with a drive, another short jumper, is good again! Oh, oh, he got a friendly bounce again. Didn't know what to do with it, went ahead and shot it. And the Illini have trimmed a 14-point lead down to four. Here is a drive and a layup blocked by Coburn. Out of bounds off of Chattanooga. Wow. Hey, what a block by Kofi Coburn, and now the Illini are fired up. Yeah, there were those jumpers from Kofi back-to-back -back on him, and then he added in a block that cut the lead to four. Never gained the lead until the final minute, but all you got to do is win. 
Illini win 54-53. Fasteners, etc. Postgame show here. Evan Kahn, Michael Tulip, Kathy Rice are helping us out behind the scenes. Heard the numbers there. First State Bank fan line 217-356-9397. Hope you caught that. Larry in Springfield who agrees with us on splitting the vote. One guy called me a coward, but, you know, I stand on all my legs proudly. Don't you worry about that, 217-Texter. We go back to the First State Bank fan line, and we have CG with us in Champaign. Hey, CG. Hey, how's it going? Hey, we won a game. What's going on? Hey, you know what? I'm thrilled about it, and uh, I just, you know, this is one of those situations where I feel like a lot of Illini Nation knew coming into this that this was the exact kind of game that Illinois could lose. Not that it's Chattanooga, but just the kind of game where Kofi's not really himself in terms of scoring the basketball, missing the free throws, and then the three goes cold. I mean, this was a recipe for an Illini loss, but they didn't. And so I guess I am kind of want to know what you guys think. Is this kind of the kind of game that we get it out of our system, and now we kind of see the better half of what Illinois basketball is against maybe some more our-level opponents? That's what you hope. Getting that, that taste, getting your feet wet here a little bit today. I, I don't know if they were, were quite ready for it, even though you would hope that they would be with the veterans and, and so many guys back. But you hope that this was just a, a little bit of rust and, and the bright lights gave them a little bit of shock to the system, and then you settle in for game two. Yeah, yeah, I'll I tell mean, you I what, just because, you know, and I'll say this, and just because you advance in the tournament, all that does is give you an extra game. You know, you, you have to go out there and rectify whatever, you know, those mistakes that you made, uh, the things that you were, you know, that you struggled with in the first game and find a way. I mean, there are, you, we have certainly seen teams that have done that, that have just snuck by, avoid an upset, and then make a run. Uh, there's some sort of psychology to it. Where when you dodge a bullet like this, you know you should you should feel a little bit more loose the next game uh, because as much as you heard going into the game that this team was going to be having fun and letting their hair down and playing <laughs> loose, it, it it did not look no. like that to to start this game. So hopefully you you do have a little bit of that, and, and it takes dodging a bullet for it to happen. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think that's how exactly how it seemed. I think uh, I think people are really quick, and I think there's a lot of expectations on Curbelo. I know, like you guys said, he's a little shaking the offensive end, and and then really tough defensively. It just seems like the whole team, time and time again throughout the year, what we see is they get down in these games, they get on the 10-0 run, they get to within a point, and then I'm just so surprised that these seniors – it's almost it's almost like they play younger than what they are because they get so close, they get so overzealous, and then it's a foul, it's a turnover, and suddenly it's back to the five, six, seven point game, and you know it just feels like at some point that maturity's got to show up, and they got to be able to be like, all right, we're back at one point, we just got to stay within ourselves and just keep the ball rolling. Yeah, agreed. I, go, go well, ahead. I, I think the biggest miss on, or the one that you're really missing on that, and, and it was highlighted and we've gotten some texts on it. I mean, Trent for 
three straight games now has made drives to the hoop and he's had wide open layups and then he's just thrown it away. I, I and Plummer, as we were talking about, Plummer was that guy who who stepped up and hit some shots. I don't remember what he was in the first half, but like everybody, he was over. But he still shot those shots yeah. with confidence in the second half. Uh, it, it's going to be on Plummer and and it's really on, on Trent. Only two points, knock down those free throws. You love to see him do that, but you want to see him right. hit some shots and, and step up in, in the moments before that. And the free throws were big ones. Well, I, I, I think. I think with Curbelo too, you need to find a balance because as much as those first five minutes of the game, it looked like nobody wanted to take any types of swings. Curbelo will do that. <laughs> There's no question that he is willing to take the swing. He just has to be willing to to hit those singles, really, like truly hit those singles because that you know it is not a fluke when you are plus eighteen in a one point game. It is not a fluke. You saw it. They were down. He came in, they come back, they were down 40 to 29. All of a sudden it's 40 to 39 when he after he comes in, comes in, they have a 10-0 run. Things change when he's in there and and I think a lot of us focus on that offensive end, but things change defensively when when he's in the game. In, in a major way and it's part of the reason why they stayed in this game. It's part of the reason why Chad Nuga shot 32% from the field. No, I think that's absolutely right. And then another thing about those Crabello turnovers that I think really it 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 lingers in people's minds. I know what do you have, six or seven turnovers by the time it was done? But I know the thing that just drives people insane is that a couple of his turnovers were immediate baskets for Chattanooga. And, and people see that and they're like, he's literally just giving them points. And I get the frustration, but you're absolutely right. I mean, his plus minus, it speaks for itself. Yeah, that six number is a little inflated. When Coleman Hawkins isn't paying attention coming down the floor, when Kofi botches two passes off of his hands, I don't know how those are Andre Corbello's turnovers. That's why I'm not so much on that number. And we know plus and minus goes back and forth. But like you said, Mike, you noticed, wow, I potted down. Oh, no, are you good? Yeah, if he has three turnovers, that's fine. For as much as his usage is and for as much as he mans that offense in a 30-minute game, Three turnovers is fine. I mean, obviously, you'd want to have it below that. He just can't get up to five, six. You know, I know he had six tonight. It's just he's got to find a way to – and part of that is just it's not necessarily all his decision. It's just, hey, if you're going to make this decision, is the guy that you're passing to ready for it? Is that – you know, and and, because all the passes on the right passes, it's just, you know, in the moment, is it the right pass? That's what the decisions that he has to make. But he should never, ever take a step back in terms of his aggressiveness and the moxie that he plays with because, you know, this, this team runs a little more when he's in the game and, and they guard a little bit better when he's in the game. So he, if he can put it all together, if he can hit those singles and if he can start finishing around the rim and really focus like he did last year at 55%, you know, this, this, you know, this team's going to really take off because uh, he's plus 18 tonight and he probably should have been plus 30 if he, if he just played a normal game offensively. Yeah, he finds that touch again. That, that's probably what frustrates me the most is is when they get a stop and he comes down and it's no passes and it's just a shot. Those are the, the frustrating ones to me because of how much he can create and if they're not high-quality shots, um, it, it's just a, a short waste of possession. Thanks for the call, CG. Really appreciate it. Got more callers here waiting to ring in on the First State Bank fan line. Alan's here in Urbana. Good evening, Alan. I'm wondering, is the game uh, that they played tonight in the arena, does it, do the Pittsburgh Penguins play there, and are they playing over ice? And the reason I'm asking is because Corbello slipped three times 
for three of his turnovers, and I'm watching the Houston game, and two times guys have slipped at the top of the key in the same place that Corbello slipped. So I'm wondering, is there ice underneath that floor? It is where the Penguins play. I climate control it. I know you know United Center and plenty of arenas across America play on top of an ice surface. Hopefully that's not the reason why they're slipping. Okay. Well, like I say, it's happened twice in the Houston game. Happened three times to Corbello. So very good. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for the call there. Uh, you ever played on a, a floor like that to remember anything like yeah, that? Yeah, we, we played on. I, I think we played on a lot of different. NBA floors, you know, if you remember the bragging rights game is played in an arena yep. that's that's over it's, ice. And yeah. um, I think what you always realize in those types of games and those types of arenas, it's cold. If it's over ice, it's colder in there. Um, you know, we, it's a real thing. Uh, and I don't know. So the, the thing with the NCAA tournament, I think at times it, it can be I, – I, you always saw this. Remember, remember like eight years ago when they decided it was a good idea to play like November non-conference games on a ship. Uh, yes. You remember that? Yes. It was like Michigan, Michigan State. State. <laughs> yeah. And, and they, you know, Brandon Dawson almost blew his knee out because the stickers, the stickers that they put over the court um, is really what makes people slip. And I don't know. I mean, I feel like I've seen Andre Cabrillo slip no matter what, no matter if it's he puts himself on skates. Yeah. So, you know, I, it could be a factor condensation maybe. Um, but yeah, I, at least, at least every team's. I, I guess your opponent's playing on the same floor, so maybe Houston can slip a few more times the next game too. Basketball games on a ship. Thank you for reminding me of that memory. What Great a time! Idea. Whatever we do for money. All right, Howard's joining us here in Champaign on the First Eight Bank Fan Line. Hey, Howard. Yeah, good show, guys. Thank you, uh, Evan. I've got, I've been watching Samson tonight. And I'm putting him in the same bucket of grease with uh, Bruce Pearl. Oh yeah, he's he's not far off. Do you remember how how many NCAA violations did he break on that Eric Gordon deal? Do you remember? Well, it was enough for him to to lose his job and have to show cause for a couple years. I mean, he put the whole family uh, to work at Eli Lilly after that. Uh, what a time! Or uh, Gordon fiasco. Yeah. Yeah, I got to put him right in there with Pearl. There's there, there there's a few of them uh, across college basketball. Some of them still somehow survive. Samson, Pearl, they're they're both of them, and and they're they're still in this tournament. So, if anything, for it gives you somebody to root against. I mean, there's always got to be a heel. Do you remember back when Bar uh, Barto was coach at UAB? Ooh, that might be before my time. You remember that, Mike? How long ago was that? Oh, maybe uh, maybe at least 10 years ago. Huh. Oh, when, when UAB was good back in, in the late 2010s or the early 2010s? Yeah, when they first uh, became uh, division, whatever I, they're in now. Yeah, I, I actually do think I remember that because they, they won a, a couple games back the in. The early stages of the program. Yeah. I just pulled it up here, um, back with good old Mike Anderson, who ended up at, at Mizzou. Uh, they made it to a, a Sweet 16 back in 04. Yeah, I think what Mike Davis, the coach down there for a while. Yep, Davis followed yes. uh, Anderson. Yep. I think he left Indiana and, and went to UAB, if I remember correctly. 
Yeah, everybody was wanting Davis to stay where he was at because we had his number pretty. We had a string of wins, I think, against him. Yeah, Gene Bardo was the coach from '79 up until '96. So he he I was three. He, he was finished three the old. year I was born. <laughs> so just dating ourselves a little bit here. We've got some knowledge. We just don't have a whole lot of years here on the Fast oh, yeah, Versus Center Post Game Show. I go back too far myself. <laughs> kind of ridiculous to try to remember some of this stuff sometimes. Especially with the, the last two-plus years that we've been through, it all kind of runs together. I understand, Howard. Exactly, yeah. Uh, well, all right, guys, I'll let you go. Hey, thanks for calling in, Howard. Yeah, nice show. Appreciate it. First State Bank fan line, 217-356-9397. My goodness, I... Uh, I, I I'm just so glad that Illinois won that game, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, I know it, it, it was not pretty whatsoever. And, and if they had won a game like this in, in February, it probably wouldn't have this same tone. But um, as Rich pointed out, giving me a, a happy birthday, I appreciate it because I just don't know if I could have held off all the shrapnel tonight after a loss. So Illinois wins 54-53 over Chattanooga, they will play the winner of UAB and Houston on Sunday. Still don't have a time for that. We will find that out, I'm guessing, after this game is decided, or maybe even after all the games are decided. But uh, we'll it see what later, it should be a later game. I would imagine. Oh, those four, yeah, game. those four or fives. That's a that's a prime time kind of game. Because no matter what, I think Ohio State and Villanova is going to be before them. Yeah, be my guess. That would make sense. So. Uh, we will take a break here. When we come back, we'll name our peak and insurance beyond the expected moment of the game. We've got plenty of texts to get to as well. Still time to ring in on the First State Bank fan line as well. Fasters, etc. Post game show. As your family grows, so does your responsibility to protect them, even if you're suddenly absent. Pekin Life Insurance Company offers a transitional life insurance policy that provides a high-level life insurance benefit during the years you need it the most and ends with a guaranteed paid-up policy that will be there for the rest of your life. Learn more at PekinInsurance.com or call your local independent Pekin Insurance agent about flexible and affordable life insurance today. Rescue workers face death every day, and far too often their families lose them while they're helping you on the road. When you see emergency lights flashing, you must slow down and move over to the far lane. That includes red, blue, and orange lights. If you hit someone on the road, you'll be charged with a felony. That means jail time. Help us keep our families safe when we're out helping yours. When the lights are flashing, use caution passing. Let's all go home safe tonight. Brought to you by Tapman's Towing. High demand for houses means buyers are ready to pay top dollar for yours right now. I'm Ryan Dallas with Ryan Dallas Real Estate. It's simple. If you want to win, go with the best team. The name you know, the name you trust. Ryan Dallas Real Estate. There's a reason we're consistently number one, a proven track record of selling homes for more money and getting them sold fast. I'm proud of that and proud of my team for always getting the job done. We make selling simple at Ryan Dallas Real Estate. This is Angela Carr with Prospect Bank. It's time for you to get your game face on. Enjoy the game. Go Illini. Hey, Illini fans. Thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow.
Yeah, we, we didn't play very well, and yeah. and that was that was a tribute to them. Uh, they punched us in the mouth to start the game, and and uh, we we were on our heels. And I mean, Kofi was out of sorts, and and uh, you know we had a tough night with Trent. Uh, we we. We just played fast. We played yeah. sped up. We didn't yeah. play with any poise, and, and uh, uh, we got to do that. We got to be better than that. But uh, you know, I guess you, when you take the lead, and, and then we Coleman made a huge defensive play at the end, yeah. and, and uh, I thought our defense was was good outside the first six minutes of the game. There you have it. Brad Underwood didn't think his team even played very well, but they survived. They advance to play another game on Sunday. 74-73 over Chattanooga Fasteners, etc. Post-game show. Mike, Evan, and Kathy with us. Taking your thoughts on the First State Bank fan line, 217-356-9397, as well as texts on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-356-9397. Um, 801 Texter says over 400 marching Illini players and fans just arrived from Ireland to a win. They will be happy to go to Pittsburgh. All right. I don't know exactly what that means, but shout out to the marching Illini and Illinois gets a win. Uh, had a, a couple really good texts early on that I want to scroll back down here to, uh, 217 Texter asked if we know a good cardiologist. Um, no, I don't. Uh, Benny didn't know how the Illini won, but they they survived. Go Illini! That was a good one. Um, <laughs> the the eight one five texter who says, "I hate this team and all the stress that they put me through." Can't wait to do it again on Sunday. Exactly. That's that's what we live for. Uh, Carl Carl taking the the bright side of this, saying he wouldn't want to be the next opponent that the Illini face. Perhaps shook a huge weight off their back here tonight. Possibly. We'll see how they bounce back on Sunday. And a 618 texter. This is something that I noticed. I would like to know the record of these coaches so far in the NCAA tournament. But I have seen a number of jackets and ties and, and dress clothes coming back to the sidelines. I don't know if it is translating to wins. But uh, s- some coaches classing it up for the big dance here. Those are some of the thoughts coming in here on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. We need to name our peak in insurance beyond the expected moment. Don't fall behind early in the game. Build up a solid lead against the unexpected with peak in insurance. Visit peakaninsurance.com or contact a peak in insurance agent to start defending your assets. This one was kind of tough today. Um, it's gotten to the point where, you know, Coleman Hawkins filling up the, the stat sheet, bringing the energy Getting the the last block, that's not particularly uh, uh, beyond the expected. And and as we've touched on, it it was the main rotation of of six or seven guys, so nobody really stands out. So I was just kind of leaning, based off of how the game went, the fact that Alfonso Plummer knocked down three threes, that that was pretty beyond the expected because I didn't know if they were ever going to hit one. Oh, do I have you muted? You, you took you took the words right out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> it's his threes were beyond the expected because I didn't think he looked very interested to start the game. I think that's that's kind of where I'm at with it. Uh, but man, it's it's such a luxury having a guy like that, and and that's why, man, if you're if you're Alfonso Plummer, 
if you can just find a way to be a good positional defender and track down some defensive rebounds, it's impossible to take him off the floor. But the problem is he loses focus so many times on that end that you know you're you're kind of like ah we kind of have to take him out, but he can actually he can do those things to keep us in the game. So uh, be on the expected for sure because you know man he he obviously struggled against Indiana uh, and you're wondering kind of what will happen going into this game and didn't have a great start but but certainly came on late. So on a night where Illinois goes three of seventeen from beyond the arc, none other than super senior Alfonso Plummer hits all three of them. In the second half, much needed to cut the deficit before the Illinois win, and here are a couple of those trays. Left wing, Frazier for three. Oh Missed it. God. Still can't get one. Saved in the corner by Grandison. Outside, Plummer for three. Got yes. it. Yes. Yes, sir. Plummer with a three, and the Illini at the 12-40 mark of the second half finally have their first three. Wow. Now drives on Kofi, lost the handle, stolen by Frazier. The Illini with a three on two. Frazier to the bucket, in the corner, Plummer for three. Got it, sir, baby. Plummer with another three. And the Illini back within one. So Plummer ends up as the second highest scorer in the game tonight. 15 points, knocked down the game-winning free throw nonetheless. Kind of forgot about that. Um, but uh, he did that as well, two for two from the line. Grabbed a couple of boards, too, when they were needed. Uh, Love to see him pitching in that. So we give Alfonso Plummer our peak in insurance beyond the expected moment. Go back to the First State Bank fan line right here in Champaign. It is Lindy. Hey, Lindy. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, we're still hanging out. What's going on? It's a, it's a great night to be in Illini. Um, I'm old enough to remember Austin P <laughs> and that letdown. And, you know, watching the game, it, it brought back memories of that as a kid. But, you know, to pull it out was fantastic. Because the reason I'm calling is I, I, my father's in uh, Florida. It's a funny little story. I call him after the game and we're talking. And he says, you know, I had two calls from people after the game. And they said they don't know why Corbello's playing and Kofi's in the game for free throws. And he says, you want to know what I told him? I said, yeah, Dad, what'd you tell him? That's what I told him. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't buy it? No, it's, it's, you know, I mean, geez, without those guys, and, and I mean, we're – Illinois is a lot of fun to watch. They're, they're heartbreak kids, but damn it, they're trying their best. And, and to get out of that with a win and not have that awesome P feeling again and all that, man, it was let's go Sunday and see what we can do. <laughs> I like that. I, I've been on this show now for seven seasons, and I don't know if there is a more polarizing player that has played for Illinois than Andre Corbello. Yeah, there's no way. There's, there's no way. I, and, and I think, I think as, as fans at times, what, what you can fall into is watching, you know, if, if all you're watching is whether someone turns it over or misses a shot, then you probably have a lot of bad things to say about Andre Cabello, you know, the last couple of weeks. But, you know, just when you look at what he does defensively, you know, when you look at just how the game, it's hard to explain, and it's almost like he defies all analytics and defies all statistics because, it, you know, you, it's how do you explain a guy that comes in, brings you back into the game in the first half, 
and then comes in in the second half. And I was sitting there. I was like, maybe they start him to start. Maybe they start him for the second half because the same thing. this this may be your last half of the year. So, you know, making sure you get off to a good start is is huge. And then it's forty twenty nine when he's when and then he checks in and it's forty thirty nine. It's like, how do you explain that? I, I don't know because I I see like I understand the people that are like, well, look at the box score. He turned it over six times. It's like, yeah, but you just can't you can't, you definitively cannot say that you win that game without him. So it's just I think you keep. You keep hoping that he gets to the point where he's going to start finishing some of these shots around the rim. Uh, he obviously needs to take better care of it than he did today. Uh, and he's a guy that can continue to push you from you know from round to round and get you from the round of 32 to the Sweet 16 to the Elite Eight. But you need him to be good. And that goes for every point guard in the NCAA tournament. right? It, it does. So you know he's not the exception for it. Uh, and there's a lot on those types of guys' shoulders. But if, if Trent can figure it out as well and help Andre in that department so he doesn't feel like it's all on his back, shoot, you're cooking with hot grease then. I think that's that's the thing right there. And and you you said it from the beginning. It's Corbello is never going to be a perfect player. I'm sorry to break your heart. The way he plays, it's never going to be a, a mistake-free kind of game. But when he starts trying to do too much and he feels like he has to be the, the guy that's when things get out of sorts. And we know how good he is at setting his guys up. And you've talked about it. He is a scoring point guard, but he really is a complete point guard because we see how he sets up guys like Coleman and Plummer and, of course, Kofi all the time. So it's never it's it's never going to be perfect. Um, but uh, you, you take what, what he can create because that's what he does. Just, he, he's the guy looks. who creates. Yeah, you get better looks when he's in the game. Period, and and it's and it's on him to make sure that he is making the right reads and making the right passes. But shoot, like I said, he he probes the defense, gets under the basket, and kicks it out to Plummer with about a minute left in the game. And you really cannot draw up a better inside-out look like that. And and he does such a good job of feeding Kofi. Uh, I know he turned it over a couple times trying to do it, but uh, man, I. <laughs> You're waiting for it, right? Like he's got to have that game where he can tie both ends of the floor together because once he does, like I said, it makes his team that much more dangerous. Back to the first State Bank fan line we go, staying right here in the neighborhood. Tony's in Champaign. Good evening, Tony. Oh, good evening, gentlemen. What an outstanding game. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. It was a rock fight for the ages. It's, it's, I mean, how, it's how this like tournament's supposed attack. to go, right? Well, the caller that called about Gene Barto, I mean, you know, I'm guessing he's going, he goes back a ways, like, kind of like I do. I, I, um, Gene Barto actually coached for one year at Illinois. Right. And he left, he left here to go to UCLA. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad he did because then we got Lou, Lou Henson. Henson. Yep. And, and Lou Henson created expectations for Illinois basketball that I, I guess, you know, you could talk to Lauren Tate. Um, because he saw what they did in the 50s. I didn't see that, but I did see what they didn't do in the you know, late 60s and early 70s. Mm-hmm. And Lou Henson came back in and resuscitated the program, and then everybody got spoiled. Oh, oh going to the NIT. Well, I remember the first year Illinois played the postseason. Well, under Henson, it was the NIT, and the Illini fans were thrilled. <laughs> and it's all about, you know, what have you done for me lately? you, you got to be better than that. If you don't win the national championship, you're not successful, which is BS. But anyways, I'm going on a tie right here. But <laughs> I, I, 
I always think that the team that scores just one more point than the other team wins the game. And I had a feeling when Illinois started pushing that they were going to do that. Not that I'm a soothsayer or anything, but I, you guys were just talking about Corbello, and all I can think of is I don't want to see him in any uniform other than University of Illinois, number one. If he's on some other team and you're playing, just him, wait. Drive yep. you crazy. And yep. that's, a, that's exactly what he does. And how many of us were sitting there watching the game 20 to 6 going, put Corbello in the game? He'll make something happen. <laughs> and then, then he's in there for a while, and you know, you get a turnover, and everybody's going, all the non believers are going, get him out of there. Get him out of there. He's just going to ruin the game. But he's the one that makes stuff happen. I mean, he gets the, he's the catalyst to get Illinois playing the way they should be playing. Yeah, I, I, think I think the biggest thing you touched on there is just expectations. Expectations are a good thing. You you don't want to be satisfied with an NIT. You're you're glad that Illinois right. fans want NCAA tournaments and, and national championships out of it. But yeah, you you got you got to take it with the uh, with the bad, and you've got to enjoy the the wins because it is a win, and and that's what you're like you said that's that's what you're playing the game for is to win the game. So yeah. it, it wasn't pretty. It's not always going to be pretty and this is the end of the season right the the last game is going to happen this month sometime so don't don't be afraid to enjoy these wins no matter how, how ugly they are i agree yeah abs- absolutely and i'm going to call you out on your your complaint about kofi uh, muffling a couple passes <laughs> i was thinking you were talking about one of them that curbello tried to jam in it was too low it was too were, low yeah, it was, and the other part of that is, if he muffles a few, why not? I mean, get in there and have those guys pound you like they do. They don't call the fouls. A, a perfect example, he gets the ball, the guy grabs him around the waist, the guy ends up on the floor, the ref's looking at it like, well, I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> I want you to call a foul. The guy grabbed him around the waist. That's his foul. And then he ended up missing the shot because of that. And, you know, I think it was because the guy fell down and he almost stepped on him is why he felt, you know. But it was the guy's foul. But it's like, oh, he's so big he can handle it. Right. You know, come on. You know, that, and that's what we've gotten accustomed to seeing all year. So you can say Coleman Hawkins all you want. Kofi got the Coleman Hawkins miss and put it in the, in the hole for the, the one-point lead. And, you know, I don't know. I wish – I wish Coleman Hawkins learned how to shoot free throws. I, I don't know whether he's nervous. <laughs> he can probably make them all night long. It's the front end. It's always the front end of the one and one. Yes, yes. And I, I'm going, he's going to miss this. And I think Kobe was going, he's going to miss this. I'm getting the board and I'm putting it back in. So it all worked out, guys. Next game, I don't care who it is, but just win by one at least. But it would be a lot nicer if they won by 20, wouldn't it? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. We we want to enjoy these games, and I yeah. w- we have to go back and, and look at it. But this probably was the the game in a year where Kofi and uh, a career where Kofi just gets beat up. I, I mean, their their whole intent today was just to hack Kofi. It wasn't even playing defense. Yeah, it was kind of ugly. I was kind of disappointed. The rest just let it go. The fact that they only had one guy foul out was ridiculous. So yes, yes, Kofi Kofi shouldn't get all all the the flack for for dropping those passes. He got beat up and. and he hung tough tonight. Well, I, I will give the officials credit on one play where they made the right call. And it was Corbello came down, and it was like they, Illinois, I think they just got the ball in turnover. And they came down, and Corbello tried to do an over the top pass, and it was too long. But the guy grabbed Kofi around the, around the waist and slowed him down. I don't think Kofi would have gotten to that, that ball. But if anybody, 
in college basketball could have. He would have. He's got such um, body control. It's amazing. A lot of people don't recognize that about mm-hmm. him. But they called that foul, and I think Kofi made both free throws, did he? Yeah, Mike, I think... you remember. He did. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, and, and I, so... I actually think they weren't in the bonus at that point yet. Um, but it did bring them a foul closer. Oh. Um, yeah. cause it was, they, they, they called it, they called it obviously on the ground, but, um, I agree with what you're saying. I mean, going back to what you said about the expectations, I know, you know, as fans, you know, we can always move the goalpost depending on what the team is doing, but man, it's just, I, I, you know, I'm sitting here watching Colgate, Wisconsin, and they're down nine to two. And you know, I don't think we've mentioned it on the show yet, but Kentucky's at home. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, you can yeah you now know. we can now we can shatter that glass house. Take that. Could you love that anymore? Huh? <laughs> Could you love that anymore? Kentucky, the number two seed, the best players in the country. Well, Jen and uh, Orlando are sitting at home this year. Thanks, Orlando, for getting Kofi, but sorry you left. You would have enjoyed this game. Well, guys, have a great night. Looking forward to Sunday and an awesome win then. So hang in. Hey, thanks for the call, Tony. There's Tony on the First State Bank fan line, 217-356-9397. Illinois won. That's all that matters. Not really. we still got more to break down. Plenty of text to get to. Going to get a break in here. We'll come back. Got our keys to the game as well on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Beltone understands visiting your hearing care professional might not be a priority, but untreated hearing loss can mean missing out on all the thrills and excitement of your favorite fighting Illini teams. Your friends at Beltone Hearing Care Centers don't want you to miss out on the things you love most. That's why they're offering free hearing evaluations. And for a limited time, receive $1,000 off a top-of-the-line Beltone Imagine Hearing System. Schedule a free hearing screening by calling your Champaign Beltone Hearing Center today at 217-359-3331 or go online to beltone.com. How well do you know your insurance company? Uh, well, I know I pay each month, and I'm covered. Okay. Are you sure you have the best rates? Do you have the right coverage for your needs? Are you paying for things you don't need? Well, I haven't actually talked to my agent. I I just assumed... Talk to a real person. Talk to someone local and see the difference. Myers Insurance Group is local and independent, and we're always here to talk. You are not a number. You're family. Myers Insurance Group. We work for you. With the longest drive-up hours in the area, it is Simply Better Banking at employee-owned First State Bank. Stop by today to meet the team at one of our local bank locations. First State Bank proudly supports the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. First State Bank at the corner of Windsor and Neal in Champaign. Hey, Illini fans. Thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow. Hi, this is Max with MX Electric, and I just want to say let's go Illini. If you have any electrical needs, remember, relax, call Max. You can visit mxelectric.net. It's the Fasteners Etc. Postgame Show. You can weigh in on today's game by calling the First State Bank Illini Fan Line, 217-356-9397. Or texting the Castle Heating and Cooling Text Line, 217-351-5357. Eight to shoot in the left corner. Lob, bad pass near midcourt, and stolen by Illinois. Frazier ahead to Williams for the lay-in. Illini hey. get the steal, and they're back within seven. Had to get a highlight for the seniors in this one. Not a whole lot of offense out of Trent Frazier and DeMonte Williams. 
That was DeMonte's lone basket. A lot of big rebounds, though, for the super senior Williams and Frazier dishing out four assists as well as Illinois advances to the second round of the NCAA tournament. Fasteners, etc. postgame show here on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS Champaign-Urbana and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana. Lots of thoughts and some, some revelations maybe coming about here on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. I want to start with this one before we go back to something we touched on earlier. Do you think the ball is having much of an effect in this tournament, Mike? I, I, I know back in the day, uh, you know, they, they change who who gets the rights to the balls all the time, and you've got to adjust to it slightly. And at the end of the day, it's still basketball. But but are you noticing an effect throughout the tournament? Yeah, I think there's – and I actually have a, a buddy that plays in England, and they use these exact balls. And what is he it? Said is that the that, Evo? Yeah, it's, is that it's the an one evolution. The like, yeah, no, the wave, the wave the is wave. different, but like – the the evolution was something that I think everybody played with right. in high school, mm-hmm. but they've changed it now to where they've changed the material and they've changed uh, like these are all brand new balls and they're not broken in and it's like not leather. I, I used to hate when you know when we played in the Big Ten. It was if you played at Illinois, you were using a Nike ball. If you went like when we went and played at Wisconsin, we used a Sterling ball. When we went to play at Maryland, we used an Under Armour ball. When you played at Indiana, you played we played with an Adidas ball and like. Every ball was different, especially the Under Armour. Like the Under Armour balls we used at Maryland were like outdoor balls. Um, they, they were, and if they were new, they were rock hard. And Michigan used the rock. And it was crazy how we can't just come to. I get it. There's, you know, there's, you know, people are paying people to use different balls, but just can we just have a uniform ball? Seriously. Like, can we just have a uniform ball and the NCAA? all across the NCAA so that once we get to a tournament that I have people's careers on the line that we don't, we're not just rolling out new balls and I get both teams have to play with it, but shoot. I mean, if you're a makes team for that better basketball, ball, yeah. Like if you're a team that typically shoots the ball, well playing against a team that doesn't shoot the ball. Well, it's like kind of a, a slight advantage, but then, then comes the part of it where it's like, if you're sitting there complaining about the ball, then, you've already kind of lost and you're already probably not going to make shots because it's already so far in your head. So, you you know, you just kind of got to tell yourself everyone's playing with it and it's not comfortable. Maybe they get worn in by the time the tournament goes on. But I, I, I personally hate the color of them. To be honest, it looks like a a gym class ball. Yeah. It looks like the, the camera's got the white balance off a little bit. It's not a a natural kind of orange Larry in Springfield. I I hope you caught the first eight bank fan line. We'll give it out again. Two one seven, three, five, six, nine, three, nine, seven, uh, a, Tweet from Matt Norlander, who's a, a friend of ours uh, on Sports Talk from time to time. He writes for CBS Sports. Apparently, the these hockey arenas might be having an effect. Uh, of course, depending on the source, you guys might dismiss it a little bit. But Coach K yeah. not happy with how the the surface was in Greenville, which apparently Evan, Evan, what are you talking about? Coach K is it's gospel. <laughs> Whatever he says is gospel. Well, it depends on, depends on who you talk to, but um, Coach K not happy with it, saying it was a little slick, hoping that, that they will look into it. So perhaps it, it is an issue at, at some of these courts. Um, we, we will see what happens. Duke won, though. Illinois won. 
as we were saying, everybody's got to play on it. But it's still, once again, it doesn't make for good basketball. You want good surfaces. You want good basketballs that guys feel comfortable using so that you don't get a whole bunch of 50 to 50 games. That's that's what kills college basketball is the Loyola game earlier in, in a game like this where, where teams just cannot score. Illinois played great defense, don't get me wrong, but guys got to be able to shoot the ball. So just some of my thoughts there. Uh, more text here on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line coming up, but Fred is with us on the First State Bank fan line. Hey, Fred. Hey, you know what I'm going to say? What's up? Uh, who's home watching ball games? Iowa. Who's still <laughs> playing? Illinois. <laughs> you got that right. Indiana, too. And I love it. Yeah, and, and, and I love every minute of it. Now, the next team I want to see lose is... Auburn. Bruce Pearl, Auburn. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. I hate that dirty SOB, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we had to tell the story here in the office today. Um, yeah, Bruce oh, Pearl yeah. Is, is one one of one worst people in college basketball. Well, I think between him and Samson, they're the two biggest cheat, cheaters around. Yeah, there's a. It's a game full of them. They just got rid of Will Wade, so must not have given a big enough deal or offer, whatever the the line is. Can't say it on the radio. Well, but, and, uh, you, and, you, and and the, and the biggest cheater in football is Urban Meyer. You know that. Uh, well, and and yeah, he and he ain't. I don't know if he'll ever coach again. So um, I hope he doesn't. So we won't have to see and him I anymore. Just want to say, uh, Mike I L L. I N I. Hey man, keep it going. Let's uh, let's not make it so close. I was pretty close to having to have a uh, alcoholic beverage with a little uh, flash of uh, soda and just barely get me through. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you can have a celebratory drink. Oh yes, I already have. Thank you. All right, perfect. Hey, hey th- say, go line. Uh, let's continue to win and advance and advance and advance. Yes, sir. Thanks for the call, Fred. <laughs> no problem. Bye bye. All right. There's Fred on the First State Bank fan line. Uh, some X's and O's that, that we, we have sprinkled in here. First, uh, Gary, we're still waiting on your check for Mike. Uh, Gary singing Mike's praises once again. Appreciate having Mike on the postgame show, but we always like the, the kind words as well. Something I was chatting with a friend during the game about, and, and we saw it as we've talked about, they, they were clearly beating up Kofi, the idea constantly, obviously, is get the ball to Kofi on offense. But there just came a point where Kofi was getting the ball. He was getting surrounded by three guys, and, and he was still trying to, to weasel his way out. When When is that point in time? You still want Kofi looking for shots, but when is it come the point where Kofi's got to catch it and guys are immediately looking to rota- re- relocate so that he can pass it back out? Because... We, we've seen Kofi's passing improve, but there's still times where he tries to force things down low when he's got good shooters around him. Yeah, I, this is going to be a very unpopular take that I'm about to say right now, but I think, and I thought it was especially evident this game, I, I think they try to throw it into him too much. And, and, and let me explain here for a second. You need to have some balance. I don't care who's on your team. I don't care what your personnel is. You need to have some balance and continuity to what you do. And if every time you come down and you get into your horn set and you roll Kofi to the post and you look for him and you look for him and Coleman eyes him down and then you swing it and then you swing it and then no one gets open 
and then no one gets into the teeth of the defense, and now you're just ch- either chucking up threes or putting Kofi in a really tough spot late clock. I, you know, I, I would honestly, my, my personal opinion, I'd love to see more of a 50-50 ball screen to throw into Kofi. And the reason why is not just because, you know, hey, I want to see one of these guards attacking downhill. Yes, number one, I want to see that. But two, I want Kofi in space a little bit so that he can roll to the basket. And if you can get him a, an easy one, like a lob, like he got so many of last year, get him the lob. Or, you know, what it does is get him rolling. So many people are worried about him that you have all these these guys tagging in from the corner and tagging in from the wing, and now you get these three-point shooters that much easier looks. So if you keep going into the – here's my, my personal opinion, and I love Kofi to death, and he's, he's, his jersey's going to be in the rafters. His, you know, he, he's going to go down as an all-time player at Illinois. But even though he's improved his passing this year out of the post, he's still not a good passer out of the post. So I think if your game plan offensively is to throw it into him every single time out of no with no ball screens, with no movement, mm-hmm. that I, I just I think that's an easier way for teams to stay in games uh, against you. Uh, so I, I think going back to that Michigan game in Ann Arbor, that was the perfect blend of ball screens. And, and the other thing I'll mention, too, like let's try to get Kofi to his 20 point mark with maybe eight. Eight to ten off of post ups and eight to ten off of hey getting downhill, uh, you know, putting one up on the rim where he can follow it, you know. Because here's the thing: a lot of these, a lot of these teams will go into these ball screen defenses where they have the big dropping like Illinois does. And if you can get that big to commit, and if you even if you put one up on the rim, if you're Trent, if you're Curbelo, if you're if you're Plummer, then you now you have Kofi with a free run to the basket. Get him offense rebound, lay in, like get him easy ones. You can't expect him every game to score 22 points off of back downs and hook shots. One, it's not the efficient way to go about it. And two, you're going to wear the guy out. So, and you need him on the defensive end. So mm-hmm. I know that was a bit of a tangent, but I just think with him, find ways to get him easier looks because he's getting swarmed and he's getting doubled. And if there's not enough movement, even if you do make a cut, out of it to the basket that's a tough pass for Kofi uh, you know like he's not Nikola Jokic so uh, that's that's the point that I'll make about it but um can't say enough about him man he's just done so much for this team and uh, I thought he rebounded at a high level tonight got a lot stuck his nose in there and got a lot of them um but shoot I just want to see him get some easier looks I, I didn't think they ran the the pick and roll with him very much today they didn't if at yeah, all no, I think the idea was just let's just let's just throw it in. They can't handle Kofi, yeah. and I, I don't know. Like I, I just think the more that you can get the ball screens to get these because D'Souza and and their other bigs they cannot move their feet well. So let's say there's an emergency switch. Now you have one of these bigs that are guarding you out on the perimeter on a switch. We like that matchup, and and we also like Kofi, Kofi getting switched on to a small. Too hard. Yeah, and then hey, let's if you can break down that big grade. If not, you can take a shot, and Kofi's got rebounding a rebounding advantage down there. So a lot of ways to go about it, and I'm just glad that we're talking about it as a potential adjustment for next year. Not saying <laughs> that hey, we hope Kofi stays another year so that we can, you know, run some more ball screens to get him easier looks. Exactly. I was looking for for some pick and pops. So the way that they were trapping off of those screens in the first half, it, it was a lot of ro- when they did run it. That's a lie. They did run it a few times, but then it was. 
Kofi and Payne bailing and diving to the basket rather than somebody right there for, for the kick out in the three. So, like you said, adjustments well, for next I'll game. I'll say this last thing I'll say, too. The reason why I like Kofi even being – I know we want to have him under the basket, but the reason why you like having him on the perimeter, and even if you have him going into a dribble handoff or just catching and turning and handing it off to a guy like Plummer, to a guy like Trent, Kofi isn't guarded on the perimeter. So if you can set a screen or if you can hand it off, then you have you have shooters that are coming off free. So uh, just another way to look at it, I guess. Uh, Eight oh three texter asks when the last time the Illini got lucky was was that maybe tonight? <laughs> um, before before tonight, I don't know. There's just there there's not a lot of luck when it comes to Illinois basketball. Um, the one I'll say is probably Michigan State at home this year, fifty six fifty five and. My goodness, Michigan State had a lot of chances to win that game. Michigan State stayed at the free throw line with with a chance to win it, and they don't get it done. Okay, let's name our keys to the game, A. Eh? Brought to you by Hickory River Smokehouse for Real Texas Barbecue. It's Hickory River Smokehouse. Dine-in, drive-through, pick-up, order online at hickoryriver.com. And brought to you by Hickory Point Bank with roots right here in our Champaign-Urbana community. It's Hickory Point Bank Invested. What were your keys to this Illinois win? My keys would, would just be, I, I mean, the defensive end. I mean, I thought they got so many timely stops. The free throw shooting has to improve. You got to lock in and knock down some shots from deep. But I, I thought they stuck with it. I, I thought their, their uh, I guess, stick to I hate using that word. <laughs> but, you know, I, I thought they were able to stem the tide a few times. Uh, you, know, you get down double digits not once but twice. It's hard. It's hard to mount another comeback in those. So, they stuck with it, and you just all you gotta do in this tournament is just give yourself a chance to to win the game. That's all you gotta do. Um, so the defensive end, I thought the way that they bottled up Malachi Smith and David Jean Baptist was was really the game. And, and I'll say this too: I know D'Souza got in foul trouble and was off the court. I liked it better when D'Souza was on the court. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just don't think he's very good, uh, you know. So look, they, they and the other guys were strong that. enough to disturb Kofi that made him feel uncomfortable and more agile too. Like they're a little bit more agile and, and you know, that's not D'Souza's game. So look, I, I think you, you kind of scrap this game, take what you can and learn from it, put it in your back pocket. But I, I wouldn't look too much into it. I think you just have to rectify, Hey, we got to keep Houston. If I think it's going to be Houston. I haven't checked the score. No, it they're up like 14 with eight and a half to go. So it's going to be Houston. I mean, you just have to find a way, keep them off the glass, and generate some some good shots on the offensive end. Um, you know, and then have have a little bit of continuity, have a little bit of a balance to what you're running offensively. And and those would be my keys. Not only that was kind of what stopped them this game, and and this is kind of what's what's going to propel them if they want to move into a Sweet 16. Yeah, absolutely. This game was won 1,000% on the defensive end, and, and having Kofi Coburn in the middle doesn't hurt, both for, for the offensive side, rebounding, the, the blocks that he provided. I, it, it's hard to say rebounding was a, a key to the game because they lost it, and, and Chattanooga was all over it on the offensive glass. Um, but Illinois had white jerseys there more times than not. A, a lot of the time it's squeezing the melon or, or just jumping for the basketball. So they get back to, to rebounding it the way they were. Um, that, that's kind of been a, a struggle for the last number of games. But they keep playing this team defense. Can't say enough, as you said, uh, you know, Curbelo's defense just keeps improving. Kofi had a great game. Hawkins, uh, it, it, he had one bad sequence if that – 
non-foul foul isn't called, and he takes that to the other end for the slam. Maybe Illinois runs away with this game, and, and Coleman Hawkins has has a head of confidence. But um, could have gotten he could have gotten teed up too. I was actually I was surprised. I mean, I'm glad they they swallowed their whistle there. But when you get called for a foul and, and throw a half court shot up to the <laughs> other end, I was, I was pretty shocked that that he didn't get teed up there. And he was he was teetering on that, losing his mind a little bit, but. We've seen him do that from time to time, and he, he tends to he tends to play well when he does that. So you don't want him to do it every game. But man, he he was good in the down the stretch. No, I and I don't I hate being that guy. But I as soon as that happened, like you said, when you see him chuck that ball, I'm thinking you got to get him out. I, I mean, you just don't want him to com- compound this. And what did he do? He compounded it. He went to the other end. He ended up turning it over, and then he fouls. And you don't want that. But right away he knew he made a mistake he went to the other end they had him on camera he's pointing to the bench he says you know I, I've got this I understand and, and I thought that was different than, than what we saw Coleman even three weeks ago he was frustrated um, but but the way and maybe that's my, my last key to the game is the guys kept their composure um, it, it was very easy getting down 14 in the first half getting down 11 to open the second half when you still haven't hit a shot it, it's real easy to to let a game like that go so I, I thought the the Illini buckled down they did what they needed to do to, to get the win here today so those are our keys to the game brought to you by Hickory River Smokehouse and Hickory Point Bank just a little bit of time left if you're still up and, and able to call in on the first state bank fan line if not we still got thoughts on the castle heating and cooling text line to get to wrapping up here on the fasteners etc post game show there's nothing better than real Texas barbecue and no better place to get it than Hickory River Smokehouse. Every cut of beef brisket, turkey breast, pork shoulder, and on-the-bone chicken are rubbed with a signature spice blend and infused with real hickory smoke for a juicy award-winning flavor. Add one of their famous sides and it's a meal. Open for drive through takeout, dine-in, and caterings. And don't forget, you can skip the drive through line and order online at hickoryriver.com. Can't wait to see you at one of the Central Illinois Hickory River locations, Urbana, Decatur, Springfield, and Peoria. I'm Dan Marker from Hickory Point Bank. What good are values if they change according to circumstance? At Hickory Point Bank, our values are as consistent as the sunrise, which is why we've inspired trust and loyalty among our customers for decades. Of course, we consider loyalty a two-way street, so no matter what the circumstances, we'll be here to serve you, to guide you, and to help you succeed, because those are the values that matter most. Hickory Point Bank, invested. Member FDIC. Hey, Illini fans. Thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow. Plummer was huge. And, uh, you know, on a night where they don't give you a lot of threes, our ball movement was not very good. And, um, you know, he steps up and made some made some big baskets. All right. Illini just missed some shots, though. Here's the inbound to Plummer. Right corner three. Got it. Alfonso Plummer. Buries the three from the deep right corner. Some brief thoughts from Brad Underwood. Courtside postgame. Only get two minutes with him on the mic. And, and Plummer hitting those shots were huge for the Illini today. Finishes with 15 for the super senior. I believe he's up to 94 this year. Already second most in a season in Illinois history. And the Illini are on to round two of the NCAA tournament. Fasteners, etc. Postgame show here with Evan and Mike. 
Text us your thoughts on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Uh, you were you were still in high school at this time, and, and this is actually, now that I think about it, this is true. Um, McKamey was pretty polarizing in his time here, and it's the same kind of thing, right? It's these guys that are good. They're, they're not just good, they're, they're arguably the best player on the team, and you just expect so much out of them that you're going to get disappointed sometimes because they're not going to be perfect. Yeah, I think the problem <laughs> with Curbelo is we saw him do it last year. Like, we saw him do it last year. Uh, he was sixth man of the year in the Big Ten. He was a big reason why he won a Big Ten tournament championship. Uh, he seemed to be the only one that wanted to play against Loyola. And it was never really an issue last year. We talked about all the time. People were clamoring for him to start last year because of all the bad starts that Illinois got off to. And then he came in. He came in much like tonight and was able to kind of turn the game around. So, you know, I think that's – what it is, kind of the separation between what you've seen him do and what he is doing. Uh, I know he's kind of had a tumultuous year, but man, if he can just dial it in offensively, he's already he's already playing at such a high level defensively. So uh, yeah, I know McCamey. Look, and I and I know Dimitri well, and and Dimitri's a great guy, and uh, he played this summer. You know, yeah, right, and and. and I know he and Bruce <laughs> had their bouts <laughs> from time to time <laughs> as well. Um, but look, that's what's tough about that point guard spot is, you know, if you're not solid there, it's really hard to win games. It's, you know, it's better having a point guard that although does some things from time to time that make you scratch your head, um, still doing stuff from time to time that can win you basketball games. And I think that's some college basketball programs don't have that luxury. College basketball programs just don't have a point guard. Right? Yeah. And, and I think you're in a really tough spot if you don't have a guy like that in this type of tournament. Yeah, think back to this Illini team not that long ago. They struggled to, to find a point guard for many of years, and they've been blessed here with a, a number of them back-to-back from Frazier to Io, who I know, I, I said he's not a point guard. He's sometimes a point guard, to Curbelo as well. And we go back to the First State Bank fan line, 217-356-9397. Tyler's staying up late in T-Town. Hey, Tyler. How's it going, guys? Hey, we're still hanging in there. Yeah, no, I just, uh, first of all, you guys do a tremendous job. I love, love listening to your show. Uh, so we, uh, me, me here in T-Town, we were watching at the T-Town KC Hall, and uh, I, I feel like I'm 26 years old, and I feel like I'm 50 now. So. <laughs> <laughs> right there with you. That was an interesting game. Uh, first of all, I want to see your guys' thoughts on this. Why are the freshmen playing tonight? I mean, some, nobody can get make a bucket the second half to save their life. And second yeah, of I, all, I, go ahead. Okay, and, sorry, I didn't. I didn't want to interrupt you. No, um, no you're good. You're good. I, 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 I feel like Kofi played a great defensive game, and people need to really, really stop saying about the Curbelo, we you don't deserve to play. It's like we need him on the floor because he might play wild, but he makes some plays that you never even thought he could make. And um, when it comes down to it, Grandison, obviously he's, he's still hurt. And don't, don't put him in there when he's not healthy. Um, but I thought what Underwood did late of making Plummer shoot the ball when he needed to, the one back, the one he didn't make, but then he made two in a row, and that brought life back to the team. That made him go to the basket another time. 
and got fouled. Two big free throws that helped us. My player of the game goes to two guys tonight, and that goes to Coleman Hawkins for his biggest block of the game and Plummer with the two biggest free throws of the game. Um, I think watching Houston play tonight, it'll be a tough matchup, but I feel a little bit more confident going up against Houston. Not that, not that I wasn't feeling confident against Chattanooga, but Houston just doesn't have the shooting. I feel like they're not shooting as well as we could on a consistent night. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I'll, I'll go in order here and address your, your initial question with the freshman. And, and we touched on it a little bit earlier. It's just it's really tough to put a freshman in that spot and say, hey, we need you to score. Uh, you know, now yep. it's just, hey, we need you to come in and, and be solid defensively and, and rebound. I think that's enough to ask for out of these guys. But, but to look at R.J. Melendez or Luke Goody or Brandon Pajemski and be like, Hey, go put the ball in the bucket when you know these seniors and other guys aren't doing it. I think you just rely on the seniors and those guys to kind of climb out of it and do it as opposed to having to go that deep into your bench, especially the guys that haven't played all game. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I think that's that's kind of a, a big part of it there. Um, well, now, maybe And maybe thinking Grandison was at least good enough to go yeah, change it, yeah. things and maybe that's still, different on Sunday. He was Sunday. still banged up. He was yeah. for sure still banged up. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to you don't want to you don't want to put him in there when he's not 100% cuz you don't want him to get hurt cuz you just never know what could happen. And and your second point, I'm I'm sorry. I, I've been going at this a long time. I I thought that I didn't know. I didn't know if you wanted me to go on or not. Sorry about that. No, you you had a second point, and it was something good. I I just forgot what I was going to respond to it. That, was that was that the Trebello thing? Yeah, maybe it maybe it was, but um. Okay. The 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 Trebello, I think I think Trebello, we need him on the court. No matter what people say about him, negativity. We got enough negativity in this world, and we need to keep positive and keep him, keeping him. I know he gets crazy, a little little turnover crazy sometimes, but we got to be able to be, have his back no matter what because we're an Illinois team. It's it's everyday guys. It's not just one player. Everybody comes and plays together as a team. Yes, sir, that's and, true. And the other thing, too, I'll mention about his impact. I, I would have thought if you would have asked me, Andre Curbelo has a six-turnover game in the NCAA tournament. Does, does Illinois win that game? I, I probably would have said no, but – no. To have six turnovers in a game, still be plus 18 and do what he did defensively. It's just, you know, it's just why, like I said, you keep waiting for that game where he can put it together on the offensive end. And I, I'm talking more just about finishing around the rim and, and knocking down those mid range jumpers. You know, he does that. Yep. I mean, that's what you're going to need because I, I don't think if, and this is the shame of, of being a guy who carries this much of a load. If he doesn't play well against Houston, I don't think Illinois wins that game. So it's just, you know that's that's kind of the cross that he bears in a sense is he, he has to play well for this for this team to win on both ends. I'll tell you I'll tell you one thing that I was kind of worried about. I was listening to your comment there, Evan. I think it was either Evan or I don't know if it was Evan or Mike, but uh, I'll tell you one thing that when Coleman Hawkins threw that ball up to the backboard, I was like, uh oh, there that that could be a dagger. Don't team <laughs> up, please. Yeah, that that could have been bad. And the point I I just remembered it because I looked at the screen and it reminded me Houston Houston went off in that American American Athletic Conference tournament championship game from threes, and it sounds like they were hitting threes earlier 
earlier in this game. But yeah, they're they're not a shooting team. Um, no. and, and when they, they when they hit not. shots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, when they hit shots like any team, you, it, it can give you a, a big big boost, but I, I don't think Houston can count on that. But I also I also think that if Kofi can be Kofi on the inside, Houston's in trouble, but you got to play the game. That's why they play it, and that's why it's called March Madness. But I'll, I'll, tell, you, I'll tell you one thing before I wrap this up. The um, I get the win, survive, survive, survive in advance. We live to play another game, and let's go Illini. Yes, sir. Hey, appreciate the call, Tyler. Oh, man. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. There's Tyler on the First State Bank fan line. A lot of good thoughts, a lot of good discussion. Let's stay on the fan line. Still got some text to get to on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, but Austin's calling in right here in Champaign. Hey, Austin. Hey, how we doing, fellas? We're so, doing well. Uh, good. Just hopped in the car uh, from my friend's house was watching the game, so forgive me if I cover some points that you guys may have already talked about. But No problem. I can tell you what, that was uh, that was pretty ugly game of basketball there um it's unbelievable that they uh, pulled it out i think what was it 20 something seconds or whatever that they led by for the whole game <laughs> 25 um, 25 seconds yeah <laughs> so i gotta i gotta uh curbello man he's i don't know every time that guy has his, his the ball in his hands here lately it's just like is he going to turn it over or is he going to make a, a spectacular play and it's just man it's I don't know if I want him in the game or or, or what but I feel like it, they may be better off with him you know on the bench and having you know maybe Frazier and Plummer and maybe Williams and Kofi and then and then um uh uh, what's his name at the power forward, but Coleman. I just feel like he sometimes when they get in the groove and the next thing you know, he's turned the ball over a couple of times, but that's, that's one point. I know you guys have probably discussed that probably a ton tonight, but I just, I feel like a lot of times maybe he's, he's hurting the team more than he's, he's uh, providing the boost, but he's been killing it on the defensive end, doing good there. But man, the offensive side, it's just, you never know what he's going to do with the ball. He just seems out of control a lot. I think and then I was texting back and back and forth, and I was wanting to get uh, you guys' opinion on this. That a couple of my buddies thought that they didn't look like they were they were ready to play tonight, or they were coached up good enough. And, and my point of view, or my thoughts were that I felt like they were. I thought that Underwood had them had them going pretty good or, or ready to go. It's just they weren't making shots and and uh, just terrible on the offensive end. So I'll. I'll Get off here and, and get your guys' thoughts and see what you think. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna break some news for you, but we, we did cover some some Andre Curbelo stuff, if you can believe it or just not. Just a little bit. Um, uh, <laughs> but look, I'll say this: this is the last thing I'll say. The lineup that you just mentioned, hey, we may be better off having these guys in the game. Those were the guys that got down to start the game and got down again to start the second half. And it was the only time it was turned around was when was when Curbelo came into the game. And I get it. Yeah, I, I have it too. I I I, I love Andre Curbelo. Um, you know, I, I think he does a lot of good for this team. I even feel it too at times when he has the ball. Like I, you know, I'd I'd have to go see a shrink if I didn't think sometimes like, all right, man, let's not turn it over. I, I feel that. I feel that too. And 
I, I think what you have to do sometimes is just say, hey, for this possession defensively, I'm just going to watch Andre Curbelo and watch him. And, and I'm telling you, it's the reason why when he comes into the games, they go on these runs. And runs aren't just because of offense. Runs are because you are getting stops. And that is the difference. And that's why he is on the floor. Trust me, if he, if he did not give Illinois a chance to win, I promise you, I promise you Brad Underwood would not play him. Uh, it, it would be it would not be in Brad Underwood's best interest to play people that he would think does not give him a good chance to to win the game. So um, it's defensively, it's on the glass. And look, you like I said once again, you're playing against a team like Houston. It's it's the conundrum, right? They have one of the best defenses in the country. So you're looking at Curbelo and saying, hey, got to hit singles, got to take care of the ball. But they're the best, one of the best rebounding teams in the country. So you're looking at Curbelo and saying. Hey, you got to rebound at a high level defensively, like he does, because that's not Trenton Plummer's game, and you want Trenton Plummer in the game as well. So, it's hard. It's hard. It's what makes coaching really hard, um, you know. And, and I think Corbello's got to be one of the toughest players to manage and, and coach, just because, you know, the, the the bad is bad sometimes, and the good is really good sometimes, and you just typically it's somewhere in the middle. So you got to you got to live with it and understand that you're going to do anything in this tournament. It's it's gonna yeah, keep him playing well. And yeah. if, so, uh, what, what what do you real quick on Frazier? Sure. I mean, the last I, I don't know how many games it was. I, I can't remember. He was on a hot streak there for a little bit, and then last couple games, man, there's something going on in his head because man, is he uh, is he been off? And obviously, if we're gonna if if they're gonna go far in this tournament the shooting's got to turn around and the offense has got to turn around because the Indiana game, this game, I mean, the terror on the offensive side of the court, man, oh my goodness, it was, uh, it was ugly to watch. So we'll see. We'll see if they can get it back. They can start playing like they did against Michigan, at Michigan, if, you know, games against like Wisconsin where they get hot and shooting and they move the ball inside now. But um, it's, it's looked bad here the last couple games. Yeah, yeah, that's I, a I that's a big thing with Corbello probably doesn't play thirty minutes tonight if Trent Frazier or Plummer or Williams are doing a little more in those minutes. It, it isn't always going to be Andre Corbello. He is going to going to ride the hot hands. But yeah, if Frazier is going to have nights like this, or or, or Plummer is going to have the the lapses on defense, you got to play Andre Corbello. That's kind of where I'm at. And, and and Trent had a huge game at Michigan. You you kind of forget about that. He was perfect from three, finished with 17 points, and he's been in double figures for all except for one of the last six games. But I, I think that what what you're seeing with Trent is what you saw early in the game in that the guy, I wouldn't say that they weren't ready to play, but there's just a, a certain mindset that you have to have in, in that fine line between confidence and arrogance, and I don't think they or Trent Frazier really has that when he's got the ball in his hands right now. Uh, I'll make this other yeah, point about Trent. Uh, I'll make this other point about Trent. Have you noticed when they zoom up close on him, have you noticed his eye? Yeah, we have a text I, asking about that. Yeah, like he, and he had that against Indiana too. Um, but I, let, let, me, let me say this with Trent, and this is particularly with his shooting. When you are a shooter that does not have a ton of arc on your shot, when you get late into a season and when you play as hard as Trent does defensively, it has to be in your mind every single time you take your shot. Like maybe it's just you telling yourself every time you catch it, lift, lift, lift. Like you have to remind yourself 
and I say this because I was a shooter that didn't have, I didn't, I didn't have a ton of arc on my shot. And I noticed, you know, even in my year playing at Wright State, when it got late into the season, shots that felt good were typically short. And you just have to find a way to, maybe that's, you know, finding ways to stay a little bit loaded, shot ready. Um, it's just different with the wear and tear throughout a season. And uh, he's just got to find ways to, you know, to, to almost feel like he's overshooting it. Uh, because right now it's, it looks flat. Um, and, and man, you just, you, you, I'm glad they won this game tonight because it, it buys them another game for Trent to really come alive. And, I, and I'm confident that he can do it. Yeah, I do too. I mean, we've seen it. We've seen it. Uh, we've seen them play their butts off where they can beat anybody in the country. So I'm hoping that, uh, that spark comes back around and, uh, they start shooting, shooting the ball real well. And, uh, because the defensive end, man, they've been playing great on the defensive end last couple of games. So we'll see if the offensive side can pick up and uh, see if they can get hot. We'll do it again on Sunday. Thanks for the call. Yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. There's Austin on the First State Bank fan line. A lot of discussion here after Illinois' win over Chattanooga. Just a couple of texts. We'll take a break and then come back and wrap. Uh, one texter says, Corbello is the Aldi version of LaMelo Ball. <laughs> that's one way to put it. Uh, Gary's back. He's not singing Mike's praises, although I know he, he still likes on, what, what, what Mike's doing. Uh, pointing out that uh, Bardo hired a, a Tony Yates, who was instrumental in Coach Henson's success. We had another texter talking about how the NCAA tournament wasn't as big back then, so the NIT was a big deal. That is true. I also think the basketball was better today. I think 14 seeds in 2022 are way better than they were. Of course, I don't have the, the best memory of 1996 because I was born that year, but the, the level of college basketball across the board ha has risen as this tournament has expanded and, and there's just more access to the game. So that's why, why you see some of these crazy upsets that you do. Bruce in Houston says that he will see us in San Antonio. Sure hope so. And uh, one last text, 618 texter asking, that is none other than Frank Martin, uh, a big mentor, and Brad Underwood, who's on the panel for this tournament on the TV. He was an assistant coach with him at Kansas State. And we've got a texter asking, Brad Underwood is not leaving Illinois for Kansas State. Don't make, don't make me laugh out loud. Um, and, and yeah, it makes sense that, that Frank is an Illini fan and rooting for Brad because I'm sure they're still close friends and, and Brad coached with him for a number of years. So those are some of the thoughts that we have. Okay, I'm going to hit refresh on the text line one more time. Kathy's been hanging out for a really long time, so we're going to let her go. Uh, Simeon gave us his thoughts before the show. He had to get up early. He's going to be in a pickleball tournament, so uh, wishing him the best of luck. We'll get his thoughts, the final thoughts on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, and we will wrap here on the postgame show. If you're a contractor, Pekin Insurance has you covered with policies that fit your needs. Contact your agent to learn about coverage for buildings, business personal property, general liability, and a host of additional endorsements and coverage enhancements to keep your contracting business well protected and running smoothly so you can focus on the job, not the what-ifs. To learn more, go to PekinInsurance.com. 
Steve Kelly here letting you know that Lauren Tate and I will take your calls on Illini Pella's Saturday Sports Talk from 9 to 11. The Illini will be fresh off their opening game in the NCAA Basketball Tournament. Sean Harrington will join us. Other guests include David Kaplan, Tom Ackerman, and Illini offensive line coach Bart Miller. We'll also announce this week's winner in the Game Day Spirit $50 gift card. That's Illini Pella's Saturday Sports Talk on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS. Hey, Illini fans. Thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow. Hi, this is Max with MX Electric, and I just want to say let's go Illini. If you have any electrical needs, remember, relax, call Max. You can visit mxelectric.net. Endless opportunities are waiting on you. Open a new account or loan application online at bankprospect.com. Prospect Bank, the opportunity bank. Member FDIC. It's what we do. I mean, that's why you play the regular season. It's You forget the next one. You can't let one loss turn into a second, and, and you can't get too high after... Um, you know, after a win, uh, again, we can we can enjoy this moment. And, you know, we won an NCAA tournament game and, and uh, a game that we didn't play great. And yet, let's go figure it out tomorrow and, and we'll figure out who we play here in a little bit and, and um, know that it's going to be a good team no matter what. I've tried to build this thing around the fact that when you have nights like this in the NCAA tournament and you don't shoot the ball well and we shot 34%, when you don't shoot, how do you advance? Tonight, we found a way to do that. And that's what this thing is, is truly all about, is being able to guard, being tough enough, being able to make a play and make a stop when you have to, to win a game in the NCAA tournament. This is March, baby. As Brad Underwood, after the game, survive and advance. Larry in Springfield, excuse me, pointing out on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, not enough credit given to Brad Underwood, the way this team defends, the way they bounce back here today. Used to get a lot of adjustment calls here on the Fasteners, etc. postgame show. Didn't hear that tonight after Illinois wins 54-53 over Chattanooga on to the second round on Sunday against officially the Houston Cougars who just knocked off UAB. Uh, Texts are asking at this moment in time, of course, in the next five minutes, they'll probably announce the game time for Sunday, but uh, we don't have it currently. Uh, looking forward to that as we uh, probably shouldn't have done, but uh, we, we presume that, that it'll probably be an evening game, but we shall see as that comes out. And uh, sadly, usually we can refer you to our stream if you're not a fan of the TV broadcast. Not a lot of people a fan of Reggie Miller. Reggie does his job very well. He knows he knows he's there to get a reaction. He, he should be a talk show host, less than a, less than an analyst. Um, he, he, it sounds like he was on the Chattanooga side, so. I can't refer you to our stream because NCAA has those rights. Um, if you can pull us in on a, a radio here, hopefully you can listen to, to Dion and Brian as we march through this tournament. But um, those are those are some of the thoughts coming in here on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. No idea what Kofi said. Uh, apparently he said something that they, they couldn't repeat on the air. But um, that happens. It's basketball. It's the, it's the heat of passion. Sometimes... You say some things that, that aren't FCC approved, and that's okay because Illinois gets the win. They're on to the second round. Thanks for hanging out tonight, Mike. Kept you up late, but always good to celebrate an Illinois win. 
Absolutely, man. More more uh, March Madness to watch. We'll see if Wisconsin pulls it out. Yeah, still still plenty of games going on here in the late slate. Wisconsin's close with Colgate. Uh, I thought I saw Arizona took care of business. Uh, the, this tournament, it's still going. It's always a lot of fun, and so is this post-game show. Thank you guys, everyone who called in, who texted in, who is just listening live or on the podcast. Appreciate Kathy Reiser helping us out behind the scenes. Heard it in the last break. Come back for Illini Pella Saturday Sports Talk tomorrow with Steve and Lauren right here on News Talk 1493.9 FM. We'll get you back to the music on Light Rock 97.5, and we will be here on Sunday. Stay tuned for a time, but there will be more Illinois basketball. Good night.